welcome to Obey Your Strengths with Gallup Certified Strengths Coach and self-proclaimed strengths geek, Kathy Kirsten. Hey there, strengths fans. This is Kathy Kirsten. Welcome to another episode of Obey Your Strengths. My guest today is Alicia Tormina, and I am thrilled to introduce you to her strength story. Alicia, thanks for being here. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Kathy. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, I am thrilled that you are here. When I think about people who I want to invite on to my podcast, your name is has been on the list for a while. So it's really nice to finally connect here so we can talk about your strength story and a little bit about the work that you've done at LCP Tracker. But before we get into all that, Alicia, would you mind just telling the audience who you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, Lord knows I love to talk. So um, as you said, my name is Alicia Termina. Uh, I actually work at LCP Tracker. And we are a labor compliance and workforce reporting software company, and I'm the director of client services. Well, what does director of client services mean? It's all the fine print as well as uh, account management, support, data entry, and uh, believe it or not, compliance. I'm actually a CCEP, which is a certified compliance and ethics professional. And so uh, regulations <laughs> are near and dear to my heart. And in this case, really, it's prevailing wage regulations. So uh, I'm one of those very weird people who likes to read and dissect uh, regulations. And I have found that fascinating over the last few years <laughs> to know that there's even that, that, that's a, that this is even an industry, Alicia, and that you <laughs> have done an amazing job of helping build this company called LCP Tracker and uh, getting to see how you have navigated the building of your team. So thanks for coming here to join Obey Your Strengths and tell us a little bit about your story. Hey, Alicia, tell us what your top five are. Sure. Uh, my top five are actually all in strategic thinking and influencing, which, which believe it or not, um, could have knocked me over with the feather when I figured it out. But uh, it's learner, achiever, communication, context, and input. Learner, achiever, communication, context, and input. So the communication leads us, to, you know, that, that was the, what your comment earlier, I love to talk, <laughs> was a foreshadowing. So communication. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So in communication, strong influencing theme, learner, achiever, loving to do new stuff, learner that you're on that journey to uh, expand your knowledge and you're naturally inquisitive, achiever, hardworking context, looking back to, to understand the blueprint of how we got to where we are today and input. Oh, wow. Input being a force multiplier on learner, being inquisitive, collecting Kind of makes you a, a Jill of all trades, so to speak, when it comes to data. <laughs> Is Great. that true for you? Very much so, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, one thing that I think I have gathered in watching, being a part of, you know, work that you've done in the last three years around building your team, uh, Alicia reached out to me, I think it was three years ago, uh, to be a part of your one of your first strategic retreats with your team. And I recognized very quickly that you're a leader who values smart and healthy teams. And that's so important, not just that we are paying attention and keeping our pulse on team metrics and how to measure our success, but also on building trust and relationships within the teams that accelerate 
our efficiencies that accelerate the leveraging of each other and our talents. And so I love that you're that kind of leader. Uh, tell me a little bit about how your top five show up in you as a leader. Well, you know, I think the first thing I have to say is that when I first took the strength test about a dozen years ago, I was really shocked at the results. Um, my initial thought was, you know, wow, that's a great way to quickly describe me as I started getting into the book and understanding them. And I remember my boss at the time going, well, that explains a lot. Um, <laughs> but but it really what it, I think it's done is it's helped me be a better facilitator. Uh, because it's really forced me to change my approach with my team members. Um, like you said, right, I, I called you three years ago, uh, which in and of itself was a story, right, how you and I ended up finally connecting. Um, but that's one of those, uh, everything happens for a reason as far as I'm concerned. So uh, you have been part of our path because uh, it, it was my um, it was my learner, right? That's my number one strength, my constant internal drive to seek out new and better ways. That's what pushed me to contact you. And so um, I, I inherited a group um, of, of highly motivated, very intelligent individuals. And I realized that we weren't always working as a team. Uh, and I wanted to be the kind of leader that saw that, recognized it, and did whatever I could to move it forward and change it. Um, and here we are. So you introduced strengths to them, your team of, of direct reports, the leaders that were, if I remember correctly, you were already a distributed team before we were doing this whole COVID thing, right? When, when I first met you and your team, you had members who were across the United States. Uh, so you were seldom together in one place. But we had come together for a retreat, which is so important. And I value that so much now that we can't be together. Right. Well, I will tell you that it was um, that was that was our CEO that pushed for that. We we asked him if it was something we could do um, and he listened. So he he fully backs it. He's very supportive. And um, even now, you know, as we're trying to navigate this new world that we're living in, you know, he's still talking to us about, okay, when are we going to, you know, when is it safe? As it's safe and as people are comfortable, let's get back together. That's awesome to have a leader who values uh, the importance of, you know, in, in a way it's that social capital that helps businesses be successful, right? That people are volunteering their best for each other. Okay, well, let's yeah. go back to that retreat you went to, uh, that, that I got to come and be a part of, and you helped introduce StrengthsFinder to your team. You had done it in the past. And then by them, your team learning the language, you guys began to um, understand each other on a deeper level. Understand, and, and for you as the manager of the team, what did that mean for you? It, it meant being able to, I mean, I, I think I already said it, be a better facilitator, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I see it as enhanced communication. So being able to understand and read more into it. I mean, part of, in my opinion, being a, a good leader, being a good manager, however you want to word it, is being able to read your people and being able to react to your people. Because if you aren't a people manager, you can still present um, great results, but 
you're not necessarily going to have a team that wants to stand behind you, right? Or is is loyal or, or maybe even wants to work with you. So knowing that or wanting that to be your end result, you have to understand each person is an individual. And, you know, it takes a lot of time, as I'm sure you know, to cultivate folks that you work with and to learn them and to understand them and to know how they work. And what I found with Strength Finders is that by having them take the test and, you know, doing these sorts of sessions like we've done with you, it makes that happen faster. And it, and it helps it because, you know, I can see what their top five is. I can see what their bottom five is. And, and sometimes that tells me more than their top five, right? So, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> It's good stuff. It's a good tool. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if you couldn't tell, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. <laughs> well, it was um, a true testament that we were able to help your team when the very next year uh, we took your team, and uh, which was, you know, focused on service to mm-hmm. the, the organization and your team of leaders then helped us expand it through to the sales team. And what I could say is just watching the arc of your journey at LCP Tracker as an organization, a, a phenomenal people culture, and then adding in a layer of appreciating people for what they do best with StrengthsFinder and watching it kind of move through the organization by business unit, by business unit, by business unit. And, um, you know, in December of 2020, we actually went full scale, right? And we incorporated every single employee uh, by giving everyone their strengths finder and then doing a large group virtual, of course, but large group uh, training and facilitation on helping people articulate how these strengths show up in them. So I think it's been a really fun and very organic way of spreading the strengths message throughout the organization. Um, and and it's all because of you. <laughs> I mean, you introduced it, right? There's lots of supportive leaders around the organization, but your influencing really comes through. Um, your influencing strengths really come through and seeing how this has worked its way across the company. I, I will tell you that that is something that um, I know we're not supposed to be prideful, but I, I do have a little bit of pride in that. Um, being able to help us get to a point where we are a strength-based company, I think is just going to make us all the more stronger and, and a more cohesive team. I, I see it happening all the time. And it just, um, it's like watching, watching your kid grow up, right? Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look what they're Absolutely. doing. <laughs> yeah, excellent. exactly. And seeing, uh, you know, appreciating for, appreciating people for what they do best is always a great thing. And so whenever you introduce that type of mentality, that kind of concept, that philosophy, um, it makes people feel like, oh, I'm valued at work. And that's what we're aiming for. Man, Alicia, this last year has been hard for all of us. I know that, you know, um, I've gotten several opportunities to do things virtually through you. You were actually one of my first virtual workshops, your team back in the summer of 2020, that where I was still just trying to find my legs underneath me after the the COVID shutdown of March and April and getting to watch what you guys are doing through the COVID disruption has been pretty inspiring. Would you tell us the story of um, how you guys have navigated the changes and how your strengths have helped you through this disruption? 
Sure. Uh, I, you know, I, I think I have to go back to the what I said earlier with um, we have a CEO who supports us, right? And so without that, where would we be? But uh, one of the things I find very interesting uh, looking at everything that's happened from a business aspect and not just, you know, personally, is that the company I work for uh, didn't terminate any employees. We we hired through COVID and we grew as a company. And I think that's very telling on how how it's run, right? And how we work together. And so having to having to figure out um, COVID, it had some challenges. Um, we, we definitely are a company, as you stated earlier, we thrive on our culture. And some of that culture is being able to be together and, you know, thriving off of the other people that are, uh, are working off of the other people that are in the same room as you. And, and we can't do that now, right? We're all on, we're all on Zoom. And, and granted, there was a also, as you stated earlier, some of us were already spread across the U.S., but even even spread across, we still saw each other frequently, right? We had clients who we would do implementations of their software in person, and, and that was quite frequently. So between that or industry conferences or big events that we would hold, like our Ignite conference every year, uh, we'd get to see each other. So now that's all gone away. And now everybody gets the pleasure of being virtual, right? Mm -hmm. So our strengths have become even more important. And um, there were there were several of us who, uh, and again, I got to give credit to my CEO. But you know, what can we do? How can we how can we um, push through this? Especially because we had to cancel our conference. So um, without being salesy or anything of that nature, right? Because I, I don't want to do that, but we do have an educational conference every year. And so it's uh, typically three days long. Um, users or potential users will, will come to it to learn more about our software, uh, but they also attend to network and to meet other people in the industry and to learn how other people run their labor compliance programs. Um, and they come to meet us. And so they establish the relationship with their, you know, with their account manager, or their, their sales representative, whatever the case may be. And they learn. So the, the entire thing is based on us teaching and them learning and, and everybody collaborating and trying to know each other. So that went away. We had always wanted to uh, create some sort of a learning environment that was, um, I don't want to say virtual, but I guess um, virtual, electronic, on the web, whatever you want to call it. And this was the time, right? This forced us to refocus, regroup, and come up with something that we were going to do in place of our annual conference. And what we ended up creating out of it was what we now call LCB Tracker Academy which absolutely hits all of my top strengths because I'm, I'm, uh, I think I'm just a natural teacher, right? And so, you know, that, that achiever, the learner, the communication, it all feeds into this. And so being able to be part of something like this um, has been amazing. And uh, I'm, I'm very proud to say that every, we have uh, four different tracks and it was all launched by December of 2020. And it's uh, it, it's a real thing now. So it's, it's another product. It's something that we've managed to create 
out of COVID. So I guess we can we can thank the pandemic for that. Yeah, it it is a a beautiful story of pivoting when you were challenged to continue with the Ignite Conference and then turning that challenge into an overcoming story and now creating this academy that has four tracks that all end, I believe, in certification, correct? Yes, ma'am. Sorry, I didn't mention that. Yes. Uh, for each each track that you complete, you get a certification. So we have a, um, a California track, a Davis-Bacon. Um, we have a LCP Tracker Associates, which is basically for beginners, and then an LCP Tracker Professional. And so what it does is uh, those two take you and um, dissect the actual software itself. That's awesome. I personally am very passionate about workforce development and creating opportunities for others to upskill their knowledge and upskill their upscale their skills around that, that makes them more employable, right? I mean, so much of what my work does leads a lot to just people understanding uh, their employability, right? In, in a way, right? And to go make a living, a life, um, getting paid off what they get, what they were made to do. And so, Alicia, I'm just thrilled that you folks have invested the time, the resources that you had during this disruption in a way that helps other people grow. Well, there's a little irony that um, workforce development is is one of your passions because our company motto is empowering people to build better communities. So once again, there's a natural fit for for us, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. Well, we have mentioned a couple of times how cool, you know, I didn't mean to say cool, but how f- culture focused LCP Tracker is. I would describe you folks as cool. Um, there's a ton of energy every time I get to visit with someone from LCP Tracker. Um, I've come to know some of, well, you know, Y'all know I've got woo in my top 10. So I do feel like a lot of times I'm like, wow, these people are my friends. I don't know if anybody would describe Kathy Kirsten as their friend, but I feel that way. It's been really fun to just get to know the LC peeps, as as we call them, um, at LCP Tracker and kind of see how you celebrate each other and how you get to know each other. And I would love for you to tell us a few stories uh, of how you recognize people within your culture. And, and I know you do some pretty cool stuff distinctly around StrengthsFinder, but Alicia, would you kind of share some of your, your inspiring stories of the ways that you um, you kind of reward and recognize people within the culture? Sure. Uh, I think probably one of the easiest things to do, which I would assume is pretty typical for, for anybody who utilizes StrengthFinders, is make sure that all of our employees have something to be able to refer to, right? In our case, we have we have desk plaques that have uh, people's top five on them. And depending on which year or which, uh, which retreat you first did it, um, you either have one that is uh, two-sided, <laughs> kind of like a picture frame that... that yeah. Uh, swirls around so you can have your either your top 10 or your top five or your bottom five as I do. Um, we do that. Um, we we have started, um, well, I've started, I, I have this thing where I will, um, you can't tell right now, I'm kind of snarky and <laughs> I, I have, I'm being on my best behavior, right? My you are, you really today. are. So, but I, and it's that communication. I just can't help it. It just flows out. And so I, I have this permanent filter that I have to put over my mouth. Um, but I, I like to do gag gifts. And so 
one of one of my very best friends at work who I absolutely adore working with, his number one, um, or maybe it's number two, is ideation. And he described it one day as um, bubbles. Like he can't stop himself. You'll just be like, wait, st- 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 st-. And, and he's still talking, right? He just, he can literally see the bubbles coming out of his head. Um, so I sent him a bubble gum. <laughs> he was like, what is this? And I'm like, just reminds me of you. You know, you're constantly, the bubbles are always flowing. So, <laughs> and every, and yeah, and I know who you're talking about. And yes, he, he does. You can see the bubbles. <laughs> you, you literally can see them. I, I just, I love it. So a bubble gun is very appropriate. <laughs> So I've, I have tried to do that with some of my team members. Um, sometimes it's a little hard. Uh, Jackie, you know, Jackie, mm-hmm. oh, yes. um, for the life of me, her top, uh, her top strength is um, eluding me right now. But restorative, I, I believe. Is I bought her a crown. Oh, did you? Okay. Tell me about the crown. <laughs> so um, she, every once in a while, you know, will be on Zoom and she'll show up wearing it. So. <laughs> Um, well, she is the queen of all of fixing all things. I mean, she is. She absolutely is. Her restorative is through the roof. And this is, I think, one of the things that people with that are utilizing strengths at work, when you can really see someone living at a world class level of their strengths, and Jackie is one of those people, um, it's just a pleasure to get to observe. And so, I guess from a story that I could tell you about Jackie and my own experience of working with her is just how she and her restorative anticipates problems and solves them before they become a problem. Mm-hmm. And so it is the, one of those things that knocks your socks off as a, as in a way, I mean, I guess I'm your consultant, but I, I think so it's, well, I guess it's very surprising to me that she will go above and beyond to solve a problem for me uh, before I even knew it was a problem, you know, like uh, for instance, it's just this, this anticipation factor where during a workshop, I might sit, refer to a spreadsheet and that maybe not everybody has it in the email and she's already had it queued up and she has it in the zoom chat or right. right um, or if I'm, I'm, um, experiencing technical difficulties on a, on a, a Microsoft Teams meeting. She's privately messaging me a link to, to use on my phone. I'm, I'm just like, lady. <laughs> That's why she's our business operations manager. <laughs> she's amazing. And, and think about the talent. Like when you get people aligned with their talent to their job function mm-hmm. and just watching them flourish and change the way that business is done. That's the kind of stuff we're looking for on this obey your strengths thing. Like not just for professional happiness and professional fulfillment, but man, you can, you can rise to a level of performance that wouldn't be attainable without certain talents. And so anyway, Jackie's a great, she's probably going to turn red when we, she hears this podcast. <laughs> uh, she, she won't. She she knows how wonderful she is, even if she doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, that's true. I keep thinking <laughs> that I'm going to steal her. I want to steal her. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And you trying to make me come to Texas. <laughs> come on, Jackie. All right. Uh, well, so one fun thing that um, if your game of talking about is how your husband and your daughter also work at LCP Tracker. <laughs> And yes, so let's, you. <laughs> you know, their strengths. Would you mind telling us like a little bit of the, 
uniqueness about the 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 strengths you know this is always a question like do we inherit our strengths is this nature versus nurture like what are you seeing about the people that you also not just work with but also live with when you think about strengths finder oh nature versus nurture see now you and i could talk about that for hours um i'm adopted and so that fascinates me completely Mm. totally fascinates me um I am always looking to see or question is something nature versus nurture. So, so Darren and Kayla. Um, so yes, um, ironically enough, my, my husband and I um, met each other at our last job. So we both worked for a fortune 500 um, and we are both immensely lucky. It was a fantastic place to work. And uh, so therefore we both come from the construction industry, which lends itself to us now working for LCP tracker because Finance and payroll was something we specialized in. Myself more in compliance, but but Darren in the payroll end of it. So um, he is a relationship building and executing person. And now our daughter, who's 21 and, and also works with us now, is executing and strategic thinking. So um, my husband's top five are harmony, restorative context, discipline, and developer. And our daughter's top five our developer, achiever, discipline, empathy, and learner. And, you know, you're saying nature versus nurture. Kayla is executing and strategic thinking. So I like to think that she gets the executing from Darren and the strategic thinking from me. <laughs> but she has two of his strengths and two of mine. And then she has empathy, and we don't know where that came from. <laughs> so, but But I look at it, and I'm like, huh, okay, so... I push for the results I want, right? Darren's all about keeping the peace. And, and Kayla is, in, in my opinion, a perfect mix. But to throw another layer on that, Kayla is Darren's stepdaughter. Mm. But he's, he's also raised her. He's been in her life for a very, very long time. So there's been lots of nurture, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what an awesome thing to think about how she's a mix. And then with the little slice of empathy in there, like the, the understanding, right? That it, it comes with empathy. Where is yeah, I, empathy I always, on your list? I always joke that, that it's like 37. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it really, it's, it's in the, I think it's like 20 or something like that. But um, it's just never been... I can be sympathetic, but I'm just not very empathetic. And when you look at their strengths, knowing them really well, right? Like and before you even knew their, like before you were even introduced to StrengthsFinder 12 years ago, uh, can do their results describe them perfectly? Darren, absolutely. Um, okay. Harmony. Again, he's all about keeping the peace. He will do whatever he has to <laughs> to keep everybody happy. You know, um, that's a great thing for me, especially as his wife. But um he, it, it, you know, it, I think it takes a lot of work on his part. Um, and then his number two is restorative. So he has that Jackie quality of he anticipates things that are going to happen, which is um, for any sort of manager. That's a fantastic thing, right? Because he's always got this something hanging out here in his back pocket, just waiting for it to happen. And he's able to go, nope, got it right here. And you're like, huh, that's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. But uh, his, absolutely, I would have said it. Um, Kayla being as young as she is, I I am, I will be interested to see where she's at in 10 years, mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Darren and I were both older when we um, first took the strength finders test. Yes. So um, her having it this young, I'm really, really interested to see what does, um, what does life experience do? Mm-hmm. Does it really change anything? And and I think that since this is a self-awareness test in, in a lot of ways, right? Like we are telling the assessment what our yearnings are, where we find satisfaction, where we have experienced rapid learning. Um, those things really play into that. And when we take it in Gallup has this. So just to give some Gallup knowledge that Gallup says that we anyone with a 10th grade reading level and or in and or around the age of 15, 16 can take StrengthsFinder. There's actually a version for students, even though it's the same StrengthsFinder that any professional takes. It's the same assessment. It just has a different website wraparound that is career uh, placement oriented or career exploration oriented. Mm -hmm. Uh, This, they, they tell us, you know, the results are fairly reliable, but I agree with it. We grow through experience and we may at, at the age of 21, did you say she's 21? Yes, Mm ma'am. 21. You know, she hasn't yet experienced, she may not have experienced some of the things that she has potential for world-class abilities in yet. Um, And so it is fun to watch people kind of, I I think of like a flower unfurling, right? Mm -hmm. Like moving through life, moving through work experiences, making lists of things they feel that, that they feel strong when they're doing them, right? Like the, the, strengthening activities at work versus the draining activities at work and always adding to that list is a really valuable experience that helps us be more aware of who we are and what we have potential for true, true productivity and true performance at that, you know, exceeds what we would all call average. I I think that's just exciting for her. Um, But it's, it's kind of fun that you have this language together. Um, As I've talked about on my podcast before, I know my husband's strengths. He's got context too. It's so funny that there's like both you and Darren have context. My husband has context and I don't have context at all. <laughs> so it's always, I'm, I'm very not interested in history. Um, but <laughs> See, and I'm fascinated, just absolutely fascinated by it. I have an appreciation for you people who are fascinated by it, but <laughs> not me. Uh, but anyhow, it's really fun to have a language that you can interact with and you can co- sort of see these patterns showing up in the other person and you, and you can value it with an appreciation. And I can't wait for my kids who are now 12, 9, and 6. I can't wait for them to be able to have this too. So we're getting closer with the oldest, right, uh, to take his right. strengths finder. But uh, in between now and then, we're just, I, I'm utilizing Strengths Explorer and, and helping them understand the kid version, right, of, of Strengths Finder, which is a much more uh, broad brush type of assessment that gives you 10 things. Anyway, I, I just, I love it that you, your whole family, like your, your strengths based at work and your strengths based at home. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I think it's one of the things I really like about it is that I believe that it's allowed us to have conversations that are different from the ones we ever had with our parents. So true. Well, would you describe your conversations with your parents uh, to be more deficit focused? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Why didn't you do this? You should be able to do that. Yeah. Back in my day, we we did this. Yeah. yeah. Sign of the times, right? I mean, it, it is such a 
this is why this kind of stuff was break, groundbreaking in the early 2000s is because we're all kind of, a, a lot of us, not we're all, but a lot of us are um, from that generation of deficit, like overcoming defi- deficiency versus strengths building. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what makes me excited to know that Kayla has this foundation, right? Um, it, hopefully it'll be easier for her instead of having to be like, oh my God, why can't I keep my mouth shut? Where, Which was my problem, right? Um, although I guess that worked in my benefit most of the time because that's how I always found myself promoted. But um, it, she'll be able to listen and understand, you know, like why am I so driven or why, why do I have to constantly... Um, and when somebody tells me about something, I have to dig into the details and understand how it works. And, you know, why is that? Instead of just struggling with that, she goes, well, of course I do that. I, I'm a learner. I have to know and understand the details, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jackie had her daughter do it as well. So really her, her 18 year old, uh, I want to say she did it when she was 16. Awesome. How awesome. Not too what long after we came back from that first retreat and she oh, did it. That's so awesome. It's something I wish that I would have had. You know, I was fairly, uh, I was introduced to it fairly early at Rackspace because I, when I joined Rackspace, I was 26. So I was kind of like, you know, if, if they say the years between 16 and 26 are some of your most critical development years, you know, you make a ton of decisions during that decade mm-hmm. from 16 to 26. It was at the end of that for me, um, but it was still pivotal. Uh, I didn't know these words about myself. I didn't see these patterns about myself. So I was really grateful. I wish I would have had it in college, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, 100%. I I was in my mid-30s when I did this. And I I would have Mm -hmm. given anything to have gotten this 20 years ago. Yep. 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 You and I are in agreement on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, there was one question I wanted to ask you if we can pivot back to work for just a moment, because I just realized, man, there's a, there's a golden story here. And as I'm working this semester or or this year, this first half of the year, Alicia, I'm doing a lot of management training. And one thing that I've seen you do so very well is utilizing some of this language and understanding of others in the way that you uniquely manage people. And particularly um, because I do a lot of work with the five dysfunctions of a team model from Pat Lencioni. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a section there about trust and conflict. Um, s- s- zooming in directly on conflict. Tell me how you have utilized this information to sort of manage through conflict. Uh, you know, you're right. I do have a great story. Uh, and I think uh, I'm actually grateful for it now. Wasn't at the time, but I am now. So I had a client that contacted me about something um, that they perceived an employee did or said, uh, my knee jerk reaction was anger. Um, and of course I was like, I, I know I told them not to do that. And why do we have to talk about this so many times? And I'm frustrated and I'm, you know, instead of, um, age and experience have taught me to not immediately type out that email, you know, ding, 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 can fire it off. Mm -hmm. I, sit on it instead and, and think about it for a little bit and and or gather facts right before you before you act and in this case I actually consulted uh, one of my managers and you know gosh I'm frustrated and you know have am I crazy have we had this conversation and bless his heart he straight up looked at me and he said 
did you did you check his strengths? And I was like, oh, I didn't. Hang on. Went over to the whiteboard and looked and and because of course you know we we both have our entire team's strengths on the wall, um, yeah. and looked and thought, son of a biscuit, um, it's my fault. I didn't communicate right. I should have recognized um, what this person's communication technique was and what would have been best or worked best with them. So at the end of the day, I think the whole situation really was my fault. So I had to revise my game plan and um, how I approached the situation. And we were able to take care of it, make the client happy. The employee never even knew that there was one point in time when I wanted to strangle them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, and instead, but but it's really humbling as a manager to have uh, somebody on your team stop you in your tracks like that and be like, well, well, that's great that you're mad, but, but what did you do? Did you have, did you have a hand in it? You know, did you look at all aspects of something? And that really resonated with me. And that's something I try to do now. Anytime I I feel myself getting frustrated with the situation, that's the first thing I go to. Doesn't always mean that it's going to be a thing or that it's going to work. You know what I mean? Sometimes there are situations where, you know, People make mistakes. We're all human. But um, I, I definitely take the opportunity now to truly think about how am I communicating to the team or to specific individuals? Um, am I am I um, utilizing their strengths the best way that I can to make sure that we're all happy with what we have to do? I love that story because what you're doing is just considering the lens, the lens through which the other person sees the world. And if there is a way to make conflict more productive, it is by doing that is by pausing when you feel the anger bubbling up and and going and asking that question of, wait, how does the other person see this same situation? And how do I truly see the same situation from my own strengths? Fantastic manager tip. Thank you, Alicia. This is awesome. Okay. Uh, my last question for you today, because I know I got to let you go back to work. Uh, when you think about your top five and you think about the strengths that you really have to obey. Now, this concept of obeying your strengths is like feeding the need of your strengths and making sure that uh, your strengths are staying in that productive zone for you and not running away like five wild horses, right? <laughs> and carrying you away. But Tell me this, or, you know, tell me which, which one of your strengths is it that you really have to obey and why? Communication. No doubt whatsoever. Um, I always thought it was a negative because mm-hmm. um, I had been told most of my life that I talk too much, right? So funny story or, or maybe sad story. I'm not sure how you want to, but um, I literally talked so much in school that my first grade teacher duct taped my mouth. <sighs> so, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Couldn't do that in school nowadays, but um, that that's just a glowing example, right, of how much I talked. So, so there isn't anything new, but I think uh, as I've um, as I've progressed in my career and as I've gotten older, I have channeled it in different ways. Uh, I had a manager uh, back at, at my prior company who all of a sudden one day was like, Hey, I need to, I'm going to need you to get on stage with me at this thing. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? No, 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 no. This does not get on a stage. 
And he was like, you go to the bar and sing karaoke and could care less who's there, but you won't get on a stage in front of peers. And I was like, absolutely not. Are you crazy? Um, And he made me do it anyways. And I had to get on stage in front of 450 of the closest people that I worked with at the time. And I have never been more scared in my life. And within five minutes of being on the stage, I forgot I was up there and I was just talking. And I loved it. Now you can't get me to shut up. And if there's a stage, man, I'm going to find a way to get up there. (laughs) Untapped talent. (laughs) That's awesome. Communication. It's one of my favorites. I happen to have it in my top 10. It's one of my favorites. It's a double-edged sword, though, right? You have to learn how to use it for good versus evil. Um, (laughs) And you, you know, part of what I have to monitor myself all the time is make sure I'm not dominating a conversation, make sure I don't sidetrack a discussion. Um, I have a tendency, I mean, you were, you were with us, uh, Kathy, for our retreat, our staff retreat in December. And I have, in the last few years taken over as MC. Like that's that's just one of my jobs right now, right? But I am always cognizant of the fact of um making sure that when I do that, I'm making it fun and I'm not lecturing and I'm I'm making sure that people aren't, oh my God, get her off of there. You know. So <laughs> it's it's definitely um it's a good strength, but it's one you have to be very careful with, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a great, um, you know, it's such a great story of like using them with purpose and and with, um, what's the word I'm looking for? When you talk about, you know, using it for fun on the emceeing job, uh, you know, with purpose versus just letting your communication run and run and run. Doing something positive with it instead of, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep, agreed. Alicia, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your stories. It's been fun to hear about um, the different ways that StrengthsFinder has impacted your life. And I appreciate you. And I wish you so much success in 2021. I know that you guys, y'all did really well through 2020. So this year, let's knock on someone. <laughs> Amen. I'm My desk is right here, so I'll knock on it. Knock on wood that we are going to come out of this disruption but I, I do know that you you guys are you know taking bets on your own strength and that this team at LCP Trekker has figured out really their unique spot in the marketplace and they're, they're leveraging it so congratulations on what you've done and keep going I'm cheering you on I'm a fan thank you so much Kathy uh, again I, there's uh, always a reason for everything right and I'm always very grateful for the fact that we met so yeah, thank me you for too. having me and uh, looking forward to us being able to uh, do something in person. <laughs> yes, in person. We can see each other again. Oh, thank you so much. And, and, and StrengthsFinder fans, if you have any questions or ha- want to reach out to me, please visit my website and we'll talk soon. Uh, thank you again, Alicia. Take care of yourself. See you later. Thank you for listening to Obey Your Strengths. To learn more about Kathy or hire her for your company or private coaching, visit ObeyYourStrengths.com. You can also find her on Instagram at Kathy.Kirsten. Obey Your Strengths is produced by Kirsten Consulting, LLC, in association with Game Day Media out of San Antonio, Texas.